This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders, you're accepting of whatever comes your way, you're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Well-Being. So within emotional wealth, we have these presuppositions, don't we, Sue? We do. We've got 10 of them. We have. So what the title of today's presupposition is we are comfortable being our authentic self. So can you tell us a little bit more how that would fit for you? What what does that mean for you when we talk about that? Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think the more that we dig into the emotional wealth stuff, the more that I appreciate just how much being, you know, learning to be myself, learning about myself sort of actually fits with my emotional health, my emotional wealth, my mental well-being. And I don't think I ever really made those connections until we really started doing this work, to be honest, because I don't think we necessarily do. So when we think about, you know, maybe who we are, you know, and defining ourselves, We tend to do it within our society when we look at like what we do for a living, don't we? It's sort of like, what do you do for work? Who we are maybe within a family setup or that kind, you know, the roles that we play. But actually, that's not who we are, is it? That's just part of, those are the things that we do. Those are the roles that we carry out. Those are the relationships that we have. But that's not actually who we are at our core. Now, it may be that the job we do is reflective of us because it's something that relates to something that's important to us. If we've got maybe more of a vocational job rather than a, you know, just a a kind of a job job and all jobs are kind of valuable and and valid. Mm. But that's to do with maybe choices we've made or what we've been sort of, you know, what we have to do out of necessity or things we've been drawn to. I suppose what I'm trying to say here is that there's something in here about our value system and a lot of us are not necessarily aware of what that is but that actually it's like a building block isn't it it's like a foundation well it's a foundation really not a building block but building blocks come from it from which we sort of we are and we be and we do things and if we're not aware of what those things are then stuff can happen to us that we don't understand so for example um a friend of mine was was very stressed recently um because something was happening in, in their life and there was a kind of a, a situation with, with another person that they have to have a relationship with, even though it's difficult for them. And basically what it came down to was that they were getting very, very stressed. And what I realised from observing this was that they were stressed because they were going against their values. So the value system was kind of sending information to say, this isn't right. 
and it was kind of throwing their mind, you know, and their body into that kind of fight flight sort of, you know, position because it was intuitive. Mm. Am I making any sense whatsoever? I think what I'm trying to say is this stuff is really deep rooted. Mm. Pay attention to it because it matters. It matters for our health. It matters for our emotional wealth. And it's important for us to find what that authenticity is for each and every one of us. I mean, I, I want to delve more into this. <laughs> so it's sort of like, so you were saying this fight and flight thing that was going on for this person was because they were going against their values, mm. because they were being pushed against their values. Kind really, of yeah, yeah. So do you think they noticed that? You noticed that as an observer. Do you think they noticed that themselves? I think they knew that something was uncomfortable. Um, um, but I think that they didn't kind of... Re and they knew that it was making... They kept saying, this is making me stressed, this is making me stressed. Mm. And I think they thought, it's making me stressed because I don't like dealing with this person. But it wasn't that. It was more deep-rooted than that. Yeah. It was more about actually... And it, it was sort of... No, so I don't think they'd realised that was what was at the root of it. I think they just thought it's, I don't like having to deal with this person. I have to deal with this person because of circumstances. Mm. This person always makes things difficult for me. So what they're actually doing is kind of blaming the person. Yeah. Which, you know, the, the, there's something in that, but actually there's more to it than that. And I think what I'm trying to say is that actually sometimes if we dig in a little bit deeper and we understand what's going on below the surface, mm. it can help us maybe not find a resolution because some situations, yeah, there aren't one with some people, you know, but maybe it can just help us decide what we need. Mm. And that's what's important in those moments, isn't it? in yeah. those stressful situations. If you're getting stressed and it's actually affecting you, because with my friend it was affecting them physically, it was affecting them mentally, um, it was like, right, what are we going to do about this? Mm. Because you can't carry on yeah. this way. So actually taking it back and understanding what was at the root, it was a big game changer for them. Mm. Because then this, it was almost like they were realising why they were having this reaction well, I'm being made to go against my values or made to go against things that I don't believe in. Okay. So it was just about them having to find a way to be okay with that because they didn't really have a choice. And I know we always say that we have a choice. I guess they were choosing to do that for the greater good, if you like. Yeah, I mean, the reason I was asking, because that's great if you've got somebody who maybe can observe that like you did and talk through that with them. What I'm thinking is if somebody's going through this on their own, you know, where, where that can take them. So it's about noticing you're feeling uncomfortable, mm. which we know that. And then, so if if I'm staying with your with your version of, of this, like with the story that you're talking about at the minute... Because I can see this with myself, I can see this with other people that I've dealt with. If it's another person, yeah, we very often either we can blame that other person or um, we can think that they're pushing our buttons, which people do. I'm yeah. not saying that that's not, and I'm not saying it's not other people's faults either. We have other presuppositions like taking personal responsibility, um, getting, the, you know, letting go of relationships that no longer serve us, that kind of thing. They are all link, interlinked. Our presuppositions very do, very do. They very much do. They very well, much do. And they very do. <laughs> they very do. <laughs> they link together really well. I think what what I've taken from what you've just said is, so I would 
first of all go it's because i'm dealing with this person and i've got to and i've got no choice like you say actually we do have a choice and they have to deal with this person well i suppose you would like if it's say it's like um somebody who used to be married to somebody else and they've got a child yeah you know they they have to communicate for that child that's really important so you would still have them in your life but it might be really difficult so you're not getting rid of that relationship but what you can do is change how you think about it yeah change what goes on and actually to the point where they try and press your buttons but actually that doesn't work anymore and you know so that kind of thing that's going on it's about if you're going through this yourself i would say about noticing that uncomfortable feeling and not necessarily just going with the first thing I think it might be. Mm. Noticing that, maybe just paying that attention, and then each time it comes up, what is this for me? Is it this? Per- is it because it's going against my values? Is it? And what's that? And how then can I match that? How can yeah. I meet that yeah. where it is? Because, like you say, uh, maybe you need to have that relationship with that person. I think this this thing about being comfortable being your authentic self it is going to come up with things that make you feel uncomfortable i know i've done things against my values for what i've thought was a friendship that's turned out it's not and then i'm really hard on myself Mm. because i'm going shouldn't have gone against your value on that one why did you because you did it for this and I can so easily go blame them. But actually, that's about me. I chose to go against my value. And so I'm taking responsibility there. Yeah. But what I'm not doing and what I'm not going to do is beat myself up over that. What I'm going to do is go, I need to learn from that. So I'll learn from that next time. Because actually, has that person been using me? Have they been, you know... um, not really my friend all of that kind of thing that could all go through my head but at the end of the day that actually doesn't matter what matters is i'm learning i'm learning from this and i'm realizing what is important to me and do i want that kind of person in my life so it's easy for me to do it when it's a person what other kind of things can affect do you know how we are authentically ourselves or being comfortable with our authentic selves i think there are things that we kind of maybe do within our day i don't know i'm just trying to think just sort of everyday things are the choices that we make about i don't know kind of like things we buy the things that we spend our time doing you know the way that we give um, the way that we're, you know, it's sort of like, what thi- are we aligned with? Are we living a, li- a life that is sort of an expectation, someone else's expectation? Or is it, you know, is it for us? Or are we just constantly doing everything for everybody else? It's okay to give and it's okay to be, you know, helpful and supportive and, and all that. But actually, what are we doing that makes it true for us? And this isn't about, you know, kind of trying to upset, you know, the status quo or or getting people to, like, really question themselves. It's just about that sort of that wondering and that noticing. And I think we've said this before. We spend a lot of our life on autopilot, don't we? And we kind of drift 
into things. And sometimes that's because, you know, we really don't know and it's good to try stuff out or we might have had an opportunity to do something or go somewhere or take up a particular line of work. But I think as we get to know ourselves and, and as we know getting to know ourselves is at the root of supporting our mental well-being, I think it is important to listen to ourselves, I think, because that authenticity is the route to to kind of peace within ourselves, really, isn't it? It's that route to sort of, you know, we talk about being comfortable, being okay with stuff, feeling good. Mm. You know, it's going to lead us more to things. That, I mean, we've interviewed so many people on the show and we've done the interviews, haven't yeah, we? Yeah. Amazing people. Absolutely wonderful people doing really inspirational things. But a lot of their stories are about, oh, I tried this and I tried that and they've had different lives before. Mm -hmm. And then something's kind of led them mm -hmm. to the thing that they now do, you know, in, in the world of well-being. And that's and you can see that alignment, can't you? You can. We often say with our guests, you know, they just come across as so authentic. You can tell when somebody's being them. Yeah, totally. I think because I, I just think it, it was important. It's important for listeners to to realise that you know, being comfortable, being your authentic self. Um, it's not necessarily about other people. No. It, it's it. Well, it's not about other people. It's about you. It's about what goes on within you. When I asked you the question and you were like talking about all these different things, part of it made me go I, and I, this recently happened as well. Social media, it, the the media in general puts an awful lot of emphasis on things and makes you think a certain way. And it was really funny, I was talking to my hairdresser, who's also my friend, um, and a fabulous woman. She's just a lovely uh, parent as well, you know, for her child. And we were talking about success. Mm. And she said so many people think success is money yeah. and status, what people have. And she said, and it's never been that for me. For her, it's been happiness. And she loves what she does. She makes a really good living out of it. You know, she she, she has happened to have earned a far more than she would have done being, you know, something else. But that's not why she went into it. And it's not what's important about it. She's able to confidently say she is a good hairdresser because she's got clients like myself who've been with her like over 20 years. Yeah. But also, it's something that she's passionate about and she wants to do and she loves to do. Mm. So she actually enjoys going into work, and that for her is success that she's happy and that's what she wants. She doesn't care what her child does as long as he's happy. And I, you can see why I love this woman. Because yeah. the whole ethos that she has about that, I think, is amazing. But I think there is this media that's saying to you, well, it doesn't matter. You don't have to like your job. You need to go and earn as much money as you can, or you need to go and do... If your value is doesn't sit there, then it's not... You're not going to be happy. And money will not make a blind bit of difference then in that because it can't make you happy and it's really important that we don't go against so you could get pushed by parents peers um you know partners anything external could push you 
to maybe want to go down a certain route or make you think you should go down a certain route, should I say, and yeah. using that should work. Yeah. But you need to figure out what it is that you want to do. Mm. Even just someone had a birthday recently and it was like, what are you doing? I'm going to sit in with a pizza and Netflix. And it's like, they're only young. And you go, you should be going out, getting drunk in the pub and having a whale of a time. Why should they? Mm. If that's really what makes them happy. And I, I know I've, I've talked about a person before who... The idea of a really great night is going to their friends who will cook for them and they stay in. That's their version of a really good night. But yet, if you look at social media, maybe like Facebook and stuff like that, no, you should all be going out on the Raz or getting together with a load of friends and looking like you're enjoying it. Something that I did before Facebook even, well, before I even knew about Facebook probably, before Facebook was invented, I always thought New Year's Eve, I had to go out, I had to have a great time, um, have a few drinks, go out and have an amazing time with loads of people. That's what New Year was all about. And I hated New Year. <laughs> I absolutely hated it because I hated going out. I hated leery people coming up to me wanting to kiss me because it's New Year and all that kind of thing. And feeling like I I'm should be, I should be having an amazing time because yeah. it's New Year. And the first New Year I absolutely adored was the Millennium one mm. because there was so much going on about what could happen, um, that, you know, that all the computers could go down. It and was a little flat. bit crazy. I do remember my mum buying lots and lots of tinned food. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, apocalypse <laughs> may be coming or something. So we had a family barbecue. So, yeah, a barbecue in the, you know, in the winter. Oh, wonderful. But we had an overhaul. We had a family barbecue and it was just the family round. And I absolutely loved it to the point I was like, can we do that next year? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, that was our tradition for a few years. So wow. that became like something that we did for a few years and they were really happy New Year's. And then not long ago, I used to go away for New Year uh, because I'd take my dog because one of my dogs is frightened to death of fireworks and they were always going off and I just hated him being, you know, petrified mm. all night. And, and they'd be going off before New Year and then after New Year and stuff like that. So I chose to go away somewhere that was like, in the middle of nowhere so that that didn't happen and just have a meal and you know just chill out and I loved that play games mm. and I'd do that with friends my partner and have the dog and it was just that was perfect but yeah I never felt like I could shout about that because I just think everybody would be going well that sounds dead boring but you know what that was me being authentic. That's what I wanted to do. And that was me being authentic. And all this going out, pretending I was having a really great time, that wasn't who I was. Mm. Not for New Year, definitely. I do enjoy going out sometimes, but definitely not on New Year. So it's, the, it's even yeah. something like that that's taking you out of who you actually are. I think that's a really good example because I think we all find ourselves in those situations, particularly when we're younger. 
you know, where you kind of like, and you, you wonder why it's not, why am I not enjoying this as much as everybody else seems to be? I mean, is everybody else enjoying it as much as they appear to be? That's a, that's another, another question. Um, but I think we do. And I think it's, it's this thing about getting to know ourselves and, and being, and being true to ourselves. And I think it takes, does it take strength? Does it take courage sometimes in a situation to say no to things mm. or to want to change things? Um, and to do what's right for us. I mean, sometimes we don't know what that thing is, and sometimes we can go out and be surprised. Yeah. I know I've kind of maybe not really wanted to do something, and then I've enjoyed it. So it's about, but I think it's about kind of knowing the difference between I'm really going against what I want to do here mm. versus, um, you know, I'll, I'll give it a try. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if I don't like it, I'll come home by 9 o'clock or whatever, you know, and you make provision for that. I think it's about sort of, yeah, there's something about this authenticity that's, it really, it runs through kind of every moment of every day for us, doesn't it? You know, are we, like I said before about the the way that we choose to spend our time, the way that we choose to spend our money, Mm -hmm. you know, the way that we sort of, you know, take care of ourselves, the way we take care of one another. It's sort of what's important to you Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, you know, what, what matters and I think that's how we can dig in to that authenticity for us do do you do you think totally I think it's really important I mean we're talking about this because if we're not our authentic selves if we're not doing things that fit with our own values it can really impact on our mental well-being can't it yeah definitely I think so and it's I, I know this from like past I've tried to conform. I've tried to be what other people want me to be, mm. and I'm, I'm I've been really unhappy, and to the point where it has affected me mentally. You know, because I'm just, why am I doing this? What's the matter with me? Why am I not enjoying this? Why am I not just going along with this? Or because it's not felt right. Mm. And it can really impact on our mental well-being in that way because it isn't about going, oh, I know know who I am and that's it. There are things that tell us if we are going against, like we've said, our values, our beliefs, what is important to us, what makes us tick as a human being. And I think it's sort of like you're doing yourself a disservice, but when you're going against it, it's not right and you're you're picking that up in your whole body yeah and your mind's in your whole body your heart soul everything and your gut and i think it's about going what's going on here why am i feeling like this what is what's what's this saying to me and this is why it links with our emotions because our emotions have given us that information mm. they may be giving us little warning signals of going this person may not be who you think they are or you wouldn't usually do this. Why are you doing this? Because, you know, you don't like this, believe in it or whatever. It's giving you some sort of information. So the sort of, it wasn't an analogy, but the story you were talking about before mm, yeah. when where your friend has to deal with this other person because they have to, that relationship is something that is needed but it's going maybe against their values and it's it's just it's sitting with it and it's difficult I'm not mm. saying this is going to be because it's not 
It's sitting with it and going, what's going on here for me? Why am I feeling like this? Because, especially if you have to deal with them, that's always going to happen. That's always then going to be a stress factor in your life. Yeah. And that is not a good thing for you. Mm. You know, we need to try and eliminate this stress from our lives. But it's about, well, what can I do? That person maybe is never going to change. What can I do differently? How can I move this so that it doesn't... I'm doing... (laughs) My hands are across my chest because it's like... like, I feel like it's there. Yeah, it's there. It's It's right there. It's a pressure on your chest because that's how it it feels, Mm. like this stress. And I think it's really important, but it's really hard for people to do. I'm not saying it's easy. But it's important. It's important that we sit and just listen to what's going on, you know, within us. Mm. What is? What, why have we got this feeling? Why is this feeling really so bad? What's it? What is this information giving me? Yeah. This is 3B, the mental wellbeing company with Let's Talk Wellbeing. So this is Let's Talk Wellbeing and me and Sue are in the studio and you know, we run a company called the Mental Wellbeing Company. It's called 3B. It, that stands for be, be your, your true self, be who you are supposed to be and be happy in your own company kind of thing. Believe, believe in who you are, what you are doing, believe in your own ability, believe that you can change things because you can and breathe, giving yourself some time and space every day to make sure that you are topping yourself off that you are, you know, nurturing yourself and that you are maybe talking nicely to yourself, that kind of thing. And this emotional wealth series that we're talking about, in particular this, we're comfortable being our authentic self presupposition is really, really key to our mental well-being. It's really key to our to listening to our emotions, understanding where we are coming from and what information that we're getting. And the easiest way for us to realise that maybe something doesn't fit for us is this uncomfortable feeling. Mm. And I think it's a really good way of of noticing when it's telling us something. And we can be uncomfortable because it's a little bit out of our comfort zone. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing because it's good to stretch. Maybe not stay outside your comfort zone all the time, but, you know, Take a visit outside your comfort zone when you can. But this is more about this uncomfortable, really at the core of who you are. And it's about understanding that if you keep going against who you really are, it's really going to impact for you. And it can it can bring about mental health issues. It can mean that, you know, you're not able to maybe have those other emotions like feeling joy and happiness as much because you are going against who you really are. Mm. And even though we might not know 
who we are. We may not be able to explain that. There will be things that tell us that we're going against what our thoughts and feelings are. We talk about values a lot and, you know, we talk about that a lot more on our training for this. But there are things that we can do that can really help ourselves and we're on a radio show. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we both love is music and music can really get you into feeling something different which then enables you to view something in a different way Mm. because you've sort of let that emotion die down a little bit so it's always good to before you act on emotions to just maybe take a little bit of time breathe meditate do some mindfulness go for a walk go for a run all of those or listen to some music and I listened to my song choice for today. I listened to this and it really just, it spoke to me. And um, it's called Brave. And it just, it spoke to me by like the words that she uses and the tune. So not necessarily one that would like get me out of a funk, you know, get me really excited or anything like that. But it's a song that just made me go, yeah, that's saying something to me. And it gives me time to think and gives me sort of motivation mm. to be brave, to be my authentic self. And please forgive me if I say her name wrong. Sarah Barrielis, something like that. So. And the song is Brave. You see, it's a bit rocky, which is quite, I quite like, a bit rocky, kind of rocking it out and just gets me going, yeah, I'm going to be brave and I'm going to be who I really am. And actually, if you don't like that, then you're not meant to be in my life if it's another person. Um, Or if if I choose something different and you are not accepting of that, then you don't deserve to be in my life either because I I think friendship isn't about, you know... um, always being right with each other, always being on the same. It doesn't happen. Me and you don't, do we? No, you don't always have to agree or you can have different opinions about things and about the world. But that, you know, you can, if if it's real friendship and you're being authentic selves, then you will find a way to kind of come to, uh, you know, you'll find a a ground where it works for you. And you'd be respectful. Of one another, I think. I think that that's the thing. And it, it is about, for me, I will be respectful. And if I don't agree with you, that's fine. Mm. But, you know, I'm also, there's a cut-off point as well. Yeah. So don't push me out of my values mm. and what I really believe in. And that, I, that's just, for me, that song is like, right, I'm going to be brave and... Yeah. I might lose something, but maybe I was meant to lose it anyway. And I think, and that's the brave. I quite like that. It was quite nice, sort yeah. of. Yeah, I, I'd never heard that before. I don't know who that artist is at all. Um, but yeah, no, I quite like that. It was quite jolly. And I think, yeah, this connotation of brave. I think sometimes when we're talking about authenticity, we might have to be brave, mm-hmm. because you know, if we've been in a relationship, for example, where we've not been allowed to be our authentic self, mm-hmm. we've not been, or we've not really known what that is, and we've kind of you know, sort of drifted into being part of someone else rather than being us as an individual, it can be a brave thing to sort of step out of that or to say, no, I want something different. Um, When you start to discover 
what that authenticity is and what really matters for you. So I think there is a, a brave side to being authentic because it might be that you have to speak up in a certain situation or you have to say no to somebody where that's hard for them to hear. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it's a good choice, Claire. It was a good choice for today. So this being comfortable, being our authentic self, it's something that comes from within. You mm. can't find it externally. You know, you were saying before you could see it in your friend. You could you could see maybe that this was going against their values. So you're then able to talk to them about that, which, you know, would give them further insight, which is great. And if people have, you know, that kind of friend or partner in their life who's able to see that and talk about it, that's brilliant. But for yourself, it's about, yeah, just noticing. Mm. We use this word a lot, being curious. Being curious of why am I feeling like this? What is going on for me? And it's just, it's so important for us to do. I think it's its something that obviously we, we run a training course on this and we, we've talked about it before. So how we go about doing these kind of things, you know, it, that's all the nitty gritty of it. But this whole premise of being comfortable being our authentic self, it, I mean, it really links with our be and it the belief really part does. as well. It really it? does. More yeah. so the be, mm. um, because it's really important to be you. There is so much now that we are getting fed from the media, from everything that's going on externally in the world. We are being fed all of this. And what you, what I was saying and what you've just said about that, being brave in this is sometimes what we need to be. Because sometimes it's a case of standing up and going, no, I don't accept that or no, I don't believe that. And that can be really difficult if you're going against everybody else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think especially so for maybe younger people. But... If you really feel this, and I felt this in a job that I was in, mm. and I, 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 I felt that, you know, somebody was being a bully, and it wasn't right, and I didn't feel comfortable with it at all, and I was trying to fit with that to the point where I just thought, I need to leave. I, I do actually need to leave here because it's really affecting me. So it can actually mean even leaving jobs and stuff like that. But it's really hard to just to stand up when maybe everybody else you know is going along with something. For you to stand up and be the one voice saying, this isn't right, or I don't believe that, or whatever that happens to be. Standing against the tide kind of thing. Yeah. But, you, and you do, you should be brave. But if you've not done it in the past, it's not about beating yourself up about it, is it? No, of course not. But maybe speaking up, speaking up for yourself, because actually that can have huge impact on you, can't it? Absolutely, and it can really affect you emotionally, affect your mental mental health, you know, your mental well-being. Because you, I think, because I think the flip side to this is we're talking a lot about when we don't feel authentic, but what about when we do? You know, is maybe we don't notice that as much because that's. That's just us being, that's just being us, you know. And, and maybe the curiosity that we talked about, 
well, maybe we need to apply that a little bit more as well in, in that case, you know. So when things just feel like you're in that flow or it just feels really natural maybe when you're, you're with another person you just really connect with or you're doing something that just feels right, you know, within your day, it's sort of that's that's that authenticity coming through, isn't it? That's where you're feeling aligned, you're feeling you know, all's well with the universe, if you like, you know, and, and kind of in, and the part that you're playing in that. Mm. So, sorry, I've took this off on another, uh, uh, to I another like tangent, but I, I just sort of thinking, you know, it's like, well, how do we know when we're being authentic? We, we know when we're not, mm. we're saying that's going to jar, that might even make us have this kind of fight, flight, that sort of that stress to come. But how do we know when we're, when we're in it? And we, we've talked as well about values a lot. Um, how do we know what our values are? Mm. You know, maybe that's some some people are just really clued up from a young age, aren't they? They just kind of really know themselves. Yeah. Um, they know who they are. My partner's like that. He's just it's one of the things that I really you know like admire and love about him that he really knows he knows himself. Mm. You know, and I think I didn't know him when he was younger because we've only been together like you know about eight years. But um, it's sort of I know from the things that he's told me about that's gone on in his life that he's always been very true. Mm you know, to himself. And I think, and I really admire that because I think I'm somebody that's, that's sort of drifted around and not really known myself mm. for a really long time. And it's only just now, you know, I'm kind of in my early 50s that I'm sort of really, ah, right, I understand. I understand what's going on now. <laughs> it's, you know, so I think, yeah, so it's like, how do we know what our values are? And I think if you were to ask, have asked me what, what are my values, I don't think I necessarily would have known what they are, but there are there are little exercises that we can do, aren't there? And there are kind of the things that we do within our training, with our, in our emotional wealth training, to actually get people to look at at what those are, and they can start to sort of write them down and define them. Yeah. Um, have, have you done ever done an exercise like that, Claire, yourself? I have. So part of when I did my NLP Master Practitioner, so NLP Neuro Linguistic Programming. Mm -hmm. So when I went through that training, it was one of the things I did with that. Ah. We sort of had to think about what our values are and we did an exercise. And one of the big things for me is security. And it's sort of like, it, it really does impact on so many different things because it's not... It's not just security that I'm safe when I'm going out doing stuff. It's that I feel secure in my own home. It's that I feel secure in my friendships, in my relationships. And if I don't, that's that's the uncomfortable feeling. If I don't feel that I'm secure in it, then that really knocks me off kilter to the point where then I go, I need to leave this friendship because actually it's not start saving me which is another one of our yeah. presuppositions but yeah the um that is a, a really key one with me this security and it has so many like fingers within it so when we originally look at our values it could be that i value security or being secure but then what does that mean yeah and it's about figuring it out you know so it's just taking some time to understand yourself um, another part for me is fair, people being fair and me being fair and having... So injustice I can't deal with. Um, it really stresses me out, injustice. Um, if people don't accept other people and accept that maybe they think differently at this point in time, mm -hmm. or um, I, I get really um, 
annoyed about that because it's like they've got a right to feel like that and you can't vilify them for it. Um, so that's a big one for me, that this people have to be fair. So, I mean, that's just two different things within my values. But then that's what I live by. Mm. I try to be fair um, to the point where, you know... I, in relationships or friendships I've put up I've put up I've put up and it's sort of like okay you've done me a disservice you've done me a disservice but I'm being fair I'm giving you time it's a one-off it happens but then they'll get to a point where I'll go right that's enough now you are not being fair anymore this has been done I'm ha- I've had enough right so you and it hurts I'm not saying it doesn't hurt mm. but it's really important to me that I don't let that carry on because then it to to a point then it's not it's not just a one-off or it's not just a, it's they're not being fair and, and there's that kind of thing and so again fairness it comes up in all different like kind of yeah. situations and stuff and what i do know about it though like i said before if if there's an injustice i can't deal with that it gets me really stressed so then I manage myself of, you know, do I let myself see that? There's things I won't watch on telly. Um, you know, I don't listen to the news uh, most of the time. I don't listen to it because there are things that go on that I can't control and I can't have an impact on. And it's there's a lot of injustice and I don't like it. So I, I don't put myself in that situation. And that then supports me to be who I really am and to be comfortable with that so I, th- I love the way you've took it to so how is it being comfortable and I think it just when you're being you it just it's calm hmm. you, you've got more peace you're not going on in your head kind of thing I think there's more of that that goes on I think so too I think you can find more happiness and more peacefulness with stuff if you're comfortable being your authentic self. I agree. I think there's more ease. It doesn't mean that things are easier. No. But I think there's more ease. Um, I loved how you described sort of what you're doing because what you were describing was being comfortable being your authentic self. So you know that, you know, the injustice example. So it's kind of like you've put mechanisms in place Mm -hmm. to help you manage that and you're comfortable with that. And that actually enables you to manage your emotional wealth, your emotional health, your emotional, your, your, your physical, your mental well-being, as it all kind of contributes mm. to that. And that doesn't mean that you don't care about things and it doesn't mean that you're not connected to things that are important to you that you, you, know, you would sort of contribute to. Mm. It's that you're managing that for your life in a way that's, that's right for you. Yeah. And I think that's where we come back to this authenticity. And I just find it fascinating because I don't think we'd necessarily look at being authentic and correlate that to our mental well-being. Mm. But I hope that this conversation is giving people a little bit of insight and maybe getting them to think, ah, well, maybe that's why, <laughs> you know, I'm getting so stressed at the moment. Or maybe that's why I've got this weird, this feeling and I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it is. Mm. Maybe it's something to do with something that's jarring for you because you're being asked to drift away from your authenticity. I think it's complex being a human, isn't it? We can't, you know, we can create these sort of scenarios and and kind of conditions and rules for ourselves and we have to be flexible and we have to adapt. Um, But there's something about this, I think, that kind of comes back to who we are at our core. 
And I love how you related it to, to the three Bs because it is, you know, we say it's sort of the B is about allowing yourself to be. So permission's a big part of that. Yeah. And a big part of authenticity too, I think, because that might be a thing for some people. That might be a barrier Yeah. for them, mightn't it? I think, like, people stop themselves from... Um, from feeling or from from reacting and yeah. stuff like that. So it's like, um, I will get angry. I'm not going to stop myself yeah, that's from okay. doing that because yeah. it's okay to get angry. Absolutely. If there's been an injustice like, yeah. for me, then that's okay to get angry because actually what then that will do is maybe spare me to do something different mm. or to learn a lesson or, you know, to start something. So, and you've got to think about that. You know, you've got people, you know, the women's vote. Well, that was spurred by a woman going, this isn't right and we need to do something about it. So anger can be really useful. It can be a really useful emotion. Um, It's giving you information about, I feel this is wrong and I'm going to do something about that, you know, or can I do something about that? So there's those kind of things. So I think it's also, it's, empowering it's really empowering because it lets you go you know i'm gonna be i i knew somebody who was like i'm never angry and i'm like really mm-hmm. you never and i couldn't understand how could they never be angry oh. but what it was they denied it when they were angry oh to the point where then it started impacting and it really did it came out in a really different way mm-hmm. and not in a good way because they were angry they were angry about things that gone on in their lives and they just, they were horrible to people. You know, they blamed everybody else, even people who had supported them and been there for them. They were blaming them because they were angry. And instead of showing that, they had bottled that up and they had denied it. But it came out in a really different way. That was, it was still angry, but it just, it wasn't in a great way and probably not how they realised they were being. That's really interesting, isn't it? Because actually in denying that, feeling for themselves they are they're not being authentic exactly and then it comes out in a different way yeah and they could start pushing people away who were like um, true friends or really supportive of them it can push away partners it can push away jobs or Mm. you know opportunities for them to do things because it's come out so differently so it can really impact you know in such a variety of different ways and it's just I want people to be who they are mm. and I want people to be comfortable who they are, not when they're our age, but from such a young age, that would be brilliant for us to be able to do that, to get our youth to grow up being comfortable being their authentic self. Yeah, indeed. And it is, it's our be, believe, breathe philosophy, you know, kind of be who you are and, uh, you know, being being okay with that. It strikes me that there's a lot of what we've talked about has been about sort of digging under the surface. Mm. And I know that we, we say that a lot on the show and we say that a lot in our work, you know, because what we do is we provide spaces for people to spend time kind of looking at, at what's really going on. Mm. And it, it links really well with my song choice, actually. Um, so um, my song um, is by um, the band Eels. Um Okay, I've never Claire, heard of that. Claire's like, looking at me really blankly. Eels, Eels, you will have learned it. You will. Um, but it's called the deconstruction. Because I think that's kind of what we have to do in order to dig a bit deep. We have to kind of deconstruct in order to then kind of discover what's really going on. Ooh. 
different. <laughs> I like that. You like actually. that, did you? Yeah. You like the reels. It's funny because we were having a conversation while that was going on and I was like, oh, is it we break apart because we're not being who we really are? So actually, it's going to break. It is going to break us apart. It's going to make us like scatter in all different directions because we're not being true to who we are. But And then you've you've seen it as something different, haven't you? Well, I was just sort of going on the theme of the deconstruction, you know, the kind of like unpacking everything to breaking everything apart in order to... I suppose, see what's there to reveal it so something can be revealed, you know, so maybe all the, the the things that we're doing that maybe aren't true to ourselves, we've got to break those apart in order to kind of get, get underneath and yeah. see what's what's really us. So it just goes to show we take things differently. Everybody Doesn't it? Takes differently. <laughs> and there is nothing wrong with that. You know, you can come at things from a completely different angle, but that's okay. So... We've talked briefly about being comfortable being our authentic self. Who are you? What's going on for you? Maybe just take some time to be curious about what are you feeling? Maybe why are you feeling that? And, you know, try and strive towards being who you really are. Being brave, you know, just going with who you really are at heart because that's what the world needs. The world needs you. It really does. That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com.